Hello and welcome to the Helping Hand podcast. My name is Pauline Shannon. I'm a mother of three and a reflex integration therapist. Each week I will be meeting someone who helps children and families. I will be asking them what they do and how they do it. We will learn how different therapies can help, how to choose which is right for you and how to find them when you need them. Hi, today I'm talking to Lindsay Anderson from Mini First Aid Edinburgh. Lindsay's been a midwife for eight years, working at St John's Hospital Livingston, supporting women and their families antenatally and during labour and birth and postnatally. She sees every day how overwhelmed parents are when they leave the hospital and realised there was a huge need for teaching parents first aid in the community. Lindsay's come along to tell us about the different ways she supports children and families. Hi, Lindsay. I'm really glad you came to speak to me today. Hi. So I suppose I started many first aid because... I'm a midwife and um, I've been a midwife now for eight years uh, and as a parent as well I've got two boys they're, they're teenagers now but I remember leaving the hospital and getting home with this new human being and thinking oh my goodness I've got responsibility for somebody else you know um, and it's such an overwhelming feeling and when they leave, leave the hospital we give them so much leaflets and information and um, I just think it's a lot of information to take in. And because of that, I just felt that first aid was such an important aspect of parenthood. Um, and it's not taught at an antenatal, antenatal classes, NHS ones. Um, I am starting to work more with the private companies. So, And people just love having that confidence and that knowledge so that if something did happen, that they would know what to do. Um, and a lot of the stuff we cover you know it's not things that we cover choking and we cover CPR but we also cover head bumps and bruising and nosebleeds and you know all these things that will happen lots of times um, with with children as they grow up um, and just simple things like emergency numbers and knowing where your hospital is and um, all these things that as a, an adult, before you have children, you don't really think about. Um, so you think, so a lot of people think every hospital has an area for children to go to, um, and that's not true. So just these little bits of information and people think, oh, all right, that's, that's good to know. And it means that if something did happen, you would know where you were going, which is always a good, a good thing, a good first step. Definitely. Um, so, yeah, that's really why I did it. Um, and it's become so popular, um, not just in, you know, the open class. I run lots of open classes so people can just book on individually on them. Um, but also for charities and the National Childbirth Trust and um, I've done work with Homestart and I'm doing work with another private antenatal class um, company called Bumpin' Baby. Um, so, and working with, I'm working with Cot Death Scotland, they do a programme for people that um, are pregnant again after they've had a loss. So these skills are even more important to these people who are, are even more anxious as, as parents. Um, so that was how it initially started. Um, and it was meant to start last March, but that never happened. Um, and so I launched in October got a few months of face-to-face -face and then was back to Zoom again. So it worked quite well on Zoom, but um, I'm back 
to face to face and I'm, I'm glad to be back face to face. I still run Zooms because some people are still preferring to do that. Um, but it's nice to be back. And then just in February, I started, uh, I launched my kids' classes um, on Zoom as well. So right from age three, would you believe, which I was like, oh my God, these, these kids are never going to take this in, like they're three. And I was utterly amazed about how much information a three-year-old can remember and reel off to you quite easily. And then right up to teens. Um, so it's just so important if we can start, try and instill this information from such a young age, it just becomes part of life. Um, and I was reading a stat, I'm trying to remember it now, that we save one in 10, in the UK we save one in 10 people that have a cardiac arrest. Um, but if we teach it in schools, which is part of the curriculum in England and Wales, just recently in Wales, um, but not in Scotland yet, if we teach it in schools, we will save one in four. Um, one difference, and 10, isn't it? Which is utterly amazing. So start early. Exactly. And the, the early years class is just about, you know, being able to die in 999 and say what's happened, say your address, put people on their side when they're not well, um, and then about dealing with head bumps and bleeding. But it's all through play with my teddy that's behind me here. Um, and yeah, they love it. So I've not actually done a face to face last year for early years but I'm doing one in August up at Craigie's farm near me in Kirkliston um, and I'm doing a kids class then so the, the early years is age three to six the kids class is seven to eleven so it goes into much more detail um, when we start teaching CPR at that point and how to deal with somebody that, that was choking um, and all other things as well um, and then teens, we go into more like using the defibrillator and talking about asthma and fainting and allergies. Um, and so the teens class is 12, 16. Um, so yeah, just I just feel really passionate that everybody should know um, and you never know when you're going to come across a situation where you need it. So yeah, really important. So if, if I was a new parent, and I've got in touch with you. What? How many classes would I come to? So it's just a one-off class. It's one-off two-hour class, um, and that teaches from baby, so right from newborn, um, for so dealing with a newborn right the way up to puberty. So even if you've got older children, it's not just new parents. You know, it can be people that have got children that are. Um, you know, six, seven, and they think, you know, I wish I'd done this before. I do get a lot of people that think that. Then, because we're going to show you how to deal with this, not just newborn. And you can come back. So if you, you come as you know, a new parent and then think, I need a refresher again, then you can come back again. Um, lots of people come when their babies are weaning because that's when they're starting to think about choking. And the kids' class, is that a one-off as well? Or is... One-off as well, yeah. So the early years one earlier class is from is half an hour um and the kids class is an hour and you're getting over enough information in half an hour and an hour to make a difference early years like age three to six they're not going to sit for much longer than than hour it's just really about giving them a little confident about dealing with them 
and somehow that makes it more accessible because for many people one hour or half hour is easier to manage than a weekly class which is often what's involved so that you're really accessible especially if you can do it online yeah mm -hmm. the, the, I'm still doing a zoom an adult zoom but the kids classes um I'm trying to make face to face so I'm doing a lot of summer camps um going in just for the day and teaching uh, you know people that are running summer camps or going in for the day um I'm also teaching young carers in the summer so lots of teaching of of children because I think everybody appreciates the 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 need for for such an important skill what kind of thing have you found that's been most useful to people what do people come back and tell you they've used um I think well I've only been doing it for six months but I think the thing that people come looking for like I was saying before a lot of people come for just general first aid knowledge and confidence and dealing with children um but the thing that people worry about um is choking and there's a big um myth in their head and it's a big big difference between gagging and choking and people don't really get that until they come along to the class so gagging a baby a a baby that's gagging so they're really loud and they're making lots of noise and they're doing the whole thing people sometimes think that's choking um, and they panic but in actual fact like babies have a, a gag reflex right near the front of their mouth and that's mother's nature way of of stopping them choking so when they're when they're gagging we can just watch them um, and they're dealing with it themselves and as long as they're dealing with it themselves then they don't we don't need to intervene um, if they're silent and they're going blue in the lips, then they are choking and we need to do something about that. So that's the thing I think that people, they find a little bit more reassuring that they know now what, you know, when they need to deal with something and when they can just um, sit back and watch. Although it is hard for parents to do that because they'll say, so if they're gagging, I don't need to do anything. I'm like, no, nope, you just watch them. <laughs> Which is always tricky for some people. Yeah, you want to make sure that you're not making a mistake, that you've identified it correctly. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And we give all the mums a little booklet to go home with. Um, this little booklet here. Oh, no, it's not that one. It's this one, sorry. This one, I was a team, team one. We go home with this and it's got all the information that we go through um, um, and they can write notes beside that during the class as well. And during the class, they get a shot of the mannequins. So... Um, I have the baby ones and the junior ones with me um, and they get a shot of doing the chest compressions. We're not allowed to do mouth-to-mouth -mouth at the moment, so no breaths, but um, I demonstrate it and they get a shot of doing the chest compressions um, and they get a shot of the mannequins to practice the choking manoeuvres as well on. So um, plenty of time for practice and plenty of time for questions. Um, and we also sell bits and pieces just because we felt we talk we talk a lot about first aid kits and what should be in them and what you're going to need and then at the end of the class people were like well where can we get these first aid kits so so now we sell first aid kits and a, a, bit, a little bit of other things as well at the class so that if they did want to buy something that it's there um, for them to buy at, at the class so some techniques, what to look for, how to intervene, but mostly that little bit of knowledge that lets you relax exactly. <clears throat> and be more confident. Uh -huh. yeah. I always say to people in the classes, because at the end, 
a lot of people are quite like, oh, well, now I'm thinking about all the things that can go wrong, you know, and that is, that must cross everybody's mind. But I, I say to them at the end, this is not more likely to happen now you've been on this class. You, it's, you have now got the confidence that if something does happen and, and the knowledge, then you will be able to deal with it confident, confidently. And that surely that can only be a good thing. So it's not more likely to happen now you've been on this class and you're going to go home, but it means that you know now um, and you've got that knowledge to deal with it. I love that you're starting with really young children um, because once you know that there's something to know, you're likely to go back and seek, continue to seek the information throughout your yeah. life, I guess. If people want to get in touch with you, yeah. Uh -huh. if people want to get in touch with you, where can they find you, Lindsay? So I have a Facebook page, um, if they just look for Mini First Aid Edinburgh, um, and I'm on Instagram, um, and they can also look at my website, so Mini First Aid Edinburgh. So it's a franchise, so there is a head office, but so if you go on the main Mini First Aid page, you can put in your postcode and it'll also take you to your nearest one, which is which will be me, um, if you're Edinburgh. So I'm Edinburgh West Lothian, but there's nobody actually round about, so I end up covering right up, I've been at St Andrews, I've been at Perth, <laughs> so yeah, sort of Edinburgh West Lothian against surrounding areas. So the classes that you run are local, mm -hmm. but you do travel to do some further classes and there are other mini first aid franchises throughout the UK. There is, there is. There is That's brilliant. Yeah, I think there's something like nearly 70 now, so there's only, there's only four or five of us in Scotland um, there is somebody else coming on board, I believe, um, in Mid Lothian, East Lothian, and the borders quite shortly. I don't know when she's launching. Um, but the other closest place to us is Aberdeen and in Highlands. Um, there's a couple of girls do Glasgow, but they only do private classes. So, as well as the open classes that anybody can come along to, they just book on the website and it's £20 per person. Um, so, I think are really reasonable for knowing some life saving skills. Um, they can also book private classes. So if you wanted to just come along with your own family or you had a group of friends or a toddler group or whatever, then you can just contact me and we can arrange a date that's mutually convenient for both of us. Um, and it can be in your house, but obviously it's, it has to be within the COVID restrictions. Um, or if there's a bigger group that you wanted, we can still do it in a, in a hall because we can make sure that um, it's COVID secure there. So we can look into getting a hall if you've got a bigger group of people. And it's still, it's a minimum of four um, people or six people in a hall, and it's still 20 pound per person. So. I think it's a really great resource. Is there anything else you'd like to say to parents who might be thinking of coming along? Um, I just think people worry about choking and everything when they're doing weaning. And then they say, well, I've weaned. So that's okay but anybody can choke and my husband choked on mozzarella cheese and a pizza years ago um and it's a scary experience and thank god i knew what to do because i don't know if he'd be here otherwise but the maneuvers that you learn are so effective that you know you're more than likely to get up whatever it is that you're choke they're choking on and you could be in a restaurant and, and somebody chokes and the maneuvers that we show you are actually the, the ones that we show you for the kids um, can be used on you know right up to for adults as well so you it's just such an important skill to know the CPR 
um, is really a, an important skill as well. But all the other things as well, you know, my, my kids always have head bumps. And I think now, if I know what I do now, I maybe wouldn't have panicked as much. You know, I was panicking and running up to hospital, whereas now I know what to look out for and when I can deal with it at home and when I can, when I need to seek help elsewhere. And that's that's good to know as well. It makes you, it stops you panicking. So if if you're at all concerned, I think everybody should, should know first aid, but anybody who would like to be in a position that they, they can deal with their child confidently and in every scenario, then I think it's amazing just to come along two hours out of your life and twenty pound. Um, I'm sure takeaways about that for a couple of people. So uh, definitely worth coming along and, and and getting these skills. Lindsay, thank you so much for coming to tell us about your mini first aid classes. Okay, I hope that. Some people will come along and we get more first aiders out there. I know. Well, hopefully we're going to get everyone. I'm doing a guides group tonight um, in Kirkliston. Um, and I've done another guides group and a brownies group. So I've got the whole of Kirkliston, which is where I'm from. Uh, <laughs> so hopefully nothing will, no, if anything happens here, we'll know how to deal with it. I just posted on my page actually a couple of days ago about um, somebody who had collapsed in Kerstorfen, um And there was a doctor in the hair I think she was a hair uh, or a beautician's and she's seen them collapsing outside so ran out um, did CPR and saved his life so if there's ever you know a reason to do it then that's it everybody to, to do something and doing something rather than nothing is always the best thing. You've been listening to the Helping Hand podcast, connecting families with help and support when they need it. If you want more information or to find a therapist near you, go to helpinghandonline.co.uk.